What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Latinally, the podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. Today is Friday, my favorite day of the week because I'm here. I'm I'm in your ears, and I appreciate you chilling with me today. Um, so you know, I don't know why I make Fridays my busiest day. I really don't, but we're here, and it's fine. So I know you love the um topics and things that I conjure up in my mind and I speak on when I plan my show. But more times than not, I much rather get suggestions and topics and questions from you, my audience, uh, because a lot of you are interested in my perspective on how I do things and it allows me to provide a service to you. So that's what I like to do. And that's what we're doing today because on my personal Instagram, Kaya Burgos, I asked, you know, what, what, like, what are we talking about today? And I got a couple of really good responses, but the one that stuck out to me the most is what we're going to talk about today. And the specifics of the question was, how do you become a self-starter? You know, And they wrote because, you know, I have my podcast, my skincare company, and I have my design studio that I created and now I run. And, uh, you know, so my skincare business, my skincare company is Merkai Beauty. Um, Fun facts, not a pyramid, not like Mana or whatever, not like anything else, not like Saint Beauty or whatever, not knocking those, but that's not what I do. Um, these are my products from a lab that I have and, um, and it's my brand and, and I'm very, very proud of it. It's my tiny business and I have very loyal and amazing clients and customers and they're fantastic. And I have that. Of course, I have my show Latinally and I have a lot of you listeners and I love each and every one of you because I have no show if you don't listen and I do this for you. And for me, it's a half and half situation, really. And and lastly, I have my design studio that I offer um, on Etsy, Patio Studios. And in addition to that is the freelance, um, the freelance portion of that in which I actually have clients that I work with and what have you. So those are what I do. I stick to three, um, you know, and today I'm not going to talk about how to run those successfully because I'm still building those to what I know they can be. And uh, when I get to that point, because I will get to that point, best believe I will do an episode on each of these on how to run a successful podcast, small business and freelance design company, whatever. And you better come back here because I will drop all my gems for you. So, but today we're going to talk about how to start these things because that is the number one uh, setback that people have is to actually bite the bullet and start it. And, you know, like for example, I, you know, I know someone personally who wants to start a podcast that it's been in the works for like a year and a half already and they have an Instagram and they post content around it and memes and, and, and really great stuff on their Instagram and their Instagram says coming soon. And it's been coming soon for about a year and a half, almost two years already. 
And, uh, you know, they asked me when I started my show, they asked me what I did and how I started. And I told them exactly what to do, you know, platforms and microphones and what was best and whatever. And I shared all my gems because I share the wealth, sis. And um, nothing, you know, and I tell you one thing, I started my podcast with, I want to say, oh, I mean, if you need to buy headphones, you're probably looking at $150. Truthfully, I mean, honestly, you you can do that. Uh, you can have a podcast with $150. So, you know, the way that I started my show is not some extravagant. I didn't buy $2,000 equipment. Like, no, that's not what I did. So, okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, I told her everything that she had to do and still nothing. And the thing is, I think what happens is when we have an idea, we develop a, something called imposter syndrome. And, you know, all of my personal ventures that I do, my show, my, you know, my skincare company and my studio is, they're all very different. And yet imposter syndrome can apply to anything and anyone, no matter what you do. And that's one of the biggest things that people do, uh, that people go through is this imposter syndrome. And the best way I can describe it is, well, who, who's going to want to listen to me anyway? Like, I, I don't know, you know, like I, I, you know, there's a hundred other podcasts out there that are probably talking about what I'm talking about and they probably do it better. So, you know, no one's going to listen to me. And, you know, I mean, like, who am I? Like, I don't like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I shouldn't even be in this space. Like, I'm a designer. Let me stay in my lane, blah, 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 blah. And also, too, it's not understanding what you're worth. Imposter syndrome is a whole multitude of things that can cripple a creative mind, especially when you have a really great idea. So the first step, truthfully, is to throw that shit in the garbage. Okay, and even when I started my skincare company, I'm nobody. I'm not Kylie. I'm not Rihanna. I'm not, you know, J-Lo. I'm not, I'm not women who have millions of followers. I'm not Kim Kardashian. I'm not, I'm a regular, regular person. Same thing with my podcast. See, my freelance is a little different because my talent can speak for itself and then you might want to hire me. So that's a little different. But as far as selling a product, coming out with a product and having a show or whatever, like something that I produce, you know, for the general public or whatever, not like a specific client or what have you. Uh, You know, when I started my skincare company, you know, yeah, I thought who the fuck is going to buy it? Like, why would they care? Right. Because why am I going to, you know, how can I justify selling a $50 face cream when you can go buy Rihanna's for fucking 20 bucks because she bought them at, uh, you know, a million in bulk. So yeah, she probably bought a million face creams from her lab, which probably cost her, uh, $2 each. So yeah, her profit margin allow you know, is so wide because she'll sell them at 20 something dollars a piece. She knows she's going to get millions of people to buy it. So, she can, so like, does that make sense? So like that imposter syndrome is what goes, it it, it went through my mind. It it did, especially since, you know, these women have the money to do like, you know, amazing packaging and whatever. And, 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 and I didn't have, uh, 
such luxuries, but I was able to get it done. And the way that I got over that was, you know, listen, I go to the store. I go to the store and I have, I need eggs and I see 16 different types of eggs in front of me. One box of a one carton of eggs is five dollars. Another carton is two fifty. Another carton is three seventy five. It's the same shit. One is cage free. The other one is massaged on his neck. The other one is roam free. The other one is organic. The other one is grass fed. But it's a, it's it's an egg. It's an egg. Same thing with bread. You got white bread, wheat bread, and then with wheat bread, you got tens of thousands of types of wheat bread, right? But you go for a certain bread. That doesn't stop other people from making bread, right? So that's how I like to think about that. And that's how I thought about it when I was creating these, you know, my show and my skincare company. And getting over that, was difficult, <laughs> you know, because it's a lot of doubt that you give yourself. And then, and I didn't tell anybody of what, what I was doing. I'm not someone that likes to share a lot of things. I share with my husband because I need to dip in to our bank account <laughs> to start these ventures. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it, it takes money and our money is our money and whatever. So I have to tell my husband what I'm doing with our money, you know, but, um, you know, anyway. And then once you get over the imposter syndrome, the, the, the thing that causes you to doubt yourself, I like to take my idea and I like to physically write it down on paper. And You know, when the question was asked to me, it was specific to my projects. And truthfully, this can go for anything that you do in your life on self-starting and what have you. But when it comes to the formulation of an idea, you know, I am someone that I, I am instant gratification. So for Merkai Beauty, for example, from its inception to me calling labs was two weeks because I had an idea and I needed it done right then and there. But how do I, how did did I get there? That those two weeks is what I believe is this is the two weeks that I'm talking about for you to self-start. First, imposter syndrome, get over that. Second, Physically write it down on a piece of paper because then it becomes real. Then you can look at it. Now, you might not have a name. You might not have a, a, a you know, a company. Um, uh, oh, my God. A mission statement. You might not have, you know, you might not have everything together all at once. But if you put it down on a piece of paper of what it is in its basic form, it's real and it's there. And that can do a lot, actually. And just by you writing it down can make it your reality. And it can also put you in the mindset of thinking, okay, we're doing this. 
A lot of it is fear. A lot of it is risk, right? You go, okay, I can put all my money into something and then it flop, which is 100% true. You know, that fear, you're not going to know what's going to happen until you actually do it. And there are people in this world that have million dollar ideas who are never going to bite on them because they're because of fear. You can't be that way. And believe me, there are ways to start businesses and ideas and whatever with it being relatively low risk. There is. You know, like I said, I think I said this earlier, I've tried recording this three times and I'm I'm kind of blurring on how many times <laughs> on the information that I said, but I think I did say this earlier in the in the episode that my podcast was about $150. Okay. Um my skincare company was around twenty five hundred dollars. I know. I started a skincare company with twenty five hundred dollars. Okay. And so, yes, some of these are higher risk than others. But I truly believe that if you put your all into something, no matter what it is, what you put into it, you will get out of it. Okay. And fear holds you back. So after you get over that and after the doubt and after you put it down on a piece of paper, you have to research People like to not research anything and they think that they can just dive head first and do the first thing that they see. And you're going to probably spend some money on research. I did. There are, you know, a lot of different ways, you know, let's say, let's say like lashes. People love to start lash companies. So let's just say lashes, right? Now, obviously you're not going to physically make the lash yourself. You need to go to a manufacturer, right? So how do you know to go to manufacturer? Well, one of the biggest things, like I said, in research, like you have your notebook, you have your idea down. The research part, how do I start a lash company? Then you're going to get blogs and you're going to get ads and you're going to get whatever. Sift through those. Truthfully, the first two weeks of me and my skincare company was research and looking at different ways that I can get formulas and the product that I wanted. And then once that research, once you feel content with the research that you've done, now you kind of have a better grasp on where you can start. And also too, you have a better idea of where you want to put your money. And Truthfully, some of these ideas, some of these things, you don't have to put any money into it. I mean, I started an Etsy shop for my design stuff and I put no money into it. Everyone has a computer now. I don't know anyone that doesn't have a laptop. I don't know. I mean, I have a friend of mine who has Etsy and she sells uh, candles, the holistic, the spiritual crystals and things like that. Like she hand makes that stuff. I sell digital stuff. So I didn't have to put any money to do any of that. Like handmade things are, they cost less money. Think about your risk. And truthfully, I think that the one thing that encompasses why you can't start something is because you're scared. 
And in addition to that, you have no knowledge of what to do, how to do it, where to even start. And the two biggest things that I can recommend to you is to first try to get over that fear. If you cannot get over that fear, odds are you doing research will help you get over that fear. And the reason that I say that is because your research will allow you to understand all of the different ways in which you can go about your project. Yes, there are really expensive ways, okay? Then there are ways to start a business or start a venture or whatever with as minimal risk as possible. I mean like absolutely no risk. So that research can give you the confidence And that's what I think it's about, getting over the fear and building up the confidence and the knowledge that you have to start something. And then another thing, I think that maybe the last thing is time. People go, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Well, you do have time for that. And I'll tell you when you have time for that. When you're taking a dump on the toilet, and you're on your phone, do research, okay? When you're in bed and you're up scrolling through TikTok because I know so many grown-ass women who scroll through TikTok. I don't even have a TikTok. And I have put myself to not go on Instagram reels because it's essentially the same thing. You go down a wormhole of just scrolling, 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 scrolling. When you're scrolling, anytime that you find your thumb just going up, 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 you need to stop and you need to go, okay, this is valuable time that I'm wasting on fucking TikTok. Okay. While you taking that hour and a half scrolling through TikTok, you can take that hour and a half and do research. You can mood board, you can search for vendors, manufacturers, labs, designers to help you start your brand or whatever the case is. Or you can simply journal. I love journaling when it comes to things like this because journaling allows me to, again, put it on paper, see that it's real, and allows me to get my fears out there. Once for journaling for me is just as therapeutic as, as you know, uh, this show where I can actually say it out loud and it allows me to release all the doubt and the fear that I have. So I really don't want to hear that you don't have time. I really don't. And and the thing is, is and, and the reason, the reason is because a lot of people, pretty much fucking everybody, there's no one is that busy. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. No one is that fucking busy. You're just not. You, 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 I don't want to hear it. Like, um, listen, you know who's that busy? First responders who work like 36 hours like you're okay you're fucking busy you're busy I get that right unless you are physically doing something all day all night and then you come home and you have kids and you don't even have a moment to like sit and enjoy a piece of quiet fine you don't have time but not everyone here is a first responder okay and 
the people asking me these questions are not first responders. So odds are you have some time. And believe me, I have a demanding job too, where I'm working sometimes 14 hours a day. Okay. And my son is coming. So I, and and you know what? I'm kind of okay with my insomnia (laughs) because it allows me to get shit done. Honestly, And yes, insomnia is not healthy and I don't like it and I would prefer not to have it so I can actually enjoy a moment of peace and sleep, but it allows me to get shit done and actually enjoy being awake. But I don't want to hear you don't have time. And I like to also think about it like this, and I'm going to actually end off with a recap and also this. Actually, my client told me this, and this is one of the best things that he told me, and he said, underachieve your projects, and I was like, what? For a moment, I was like, what do you mean? And he said to me, listen, we are so wrapped up in this concept that you need to constantly be working on your project, small business, whatever, in order for it to succeed to the point where you are exhausted and you are completely burnt out and you are mentally fried, right? We are programmed to believe that that is the only way that you can be successful. And it's not. He said, if you do something every single day, whether it be for three hours, 15 minutes, Whatever you can fit in that day, if you do something every single day, then you will be successful no matter what. But you have to do it every day. So self-starting, consistency, getting over that fear, getting over that imposter syndrome, putting it down on paper, making it real, setting reminders for yourself, constantly putting it in your face. Because listen, sis, you can listen to me and still not do what you wanted to do. And the thing is, at the end of the day, it's your vision. It's your project. It's what you want to do. And the reality that I'm going to leave you off with that you can ponder and you can think about is that no one, absolutely no one is getting in your way for you to start this project, whatever it may be. Nothing is getting in your way of you starting this project other than yourself. So it's you that has to overcome the fear, the doubt of starting your project. Because if you don't do that, you are going to be that person. You're going to be the I'm going to person. And I can't stand people like that. Or the I want person. I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Okay, honey. You've told me that you're going to do it. 
for six months. When exactly are you going to pull the trigger? Take the leap. You need to say to yourself, enough is enough. Take the leap and do it. That's the shortest answer that I can give you. So if you stuck around this long for the short fucking answer, there it is. Just, (laughs) just do it. Take the risk. Make the leap. Bite the bullet. Rip the bandaid. Whatever fucking cliche is going to work for you. Do it and follow it. Okay. Because I want you to win and I want, I want you to have everything that you want. Everything that you, that you, that you dream of, whether it be a small dream, a little dream, a big project, a little project, whatever it may be, I want you to have it. And if you're standing in your own way, baby girl, there's no one you can blame but yourself. Okay. So I'm going to leave you off with that for the day. I appreciate you listening and hanging out and tuning in today, this Friday on Latina Lee. You can follow us at Latina Lee Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Kaya Burgos on Instagram. If you want to, you can also hit us up at Latina Lee Podcast at gmail.com. Any topics, concerns, questions, beef. If you want to just chit chat, get to know me, what have you. Okay. I appreciate you all so much. We are on Apple, Spotify, and we're on Google Podcasts too. And Anchor. I can't forget Anchor. We are on those four platforms. Again, I appreciate you. I adore you all. Thank you so much for listening. I am Kaya Rose. This is Latina Lee, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.